Hey there, you're listening to another episode of the Faithing Your Fears podcast. Hey, this is Vicki Arsenault coming to you today, and I just wanted to share a scripture with you that I think is going to be super helpful for helping overcome fear and worry and anxiety. It is from Matthew 6, 34, and it says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I'm just going to read that one more time because I want you to really process it for a second. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Basically, what this verse is saying is stay in the present, looking into what could possibly happen tomorrow and thinking about that and worrying about that, all of those what ifs is not going to do you any good. Thinking about the past and all of the mistakes you may have made, made, all of the things that you've come through, all of that, you can't change that. So there's no sense in worrying about things that you did back then. All we have right now is the trouble that is before us today. It's the present. And it took me a long time to learn what this verse actually meant. I mean, everybody's heard this verse, right? We all know this. We all know that God's got it. When you're going through a hard time, you always have, you know, most of your Christian friends are going to say to you, hey, you know, don't worry about this. God has got it. Don't be anxious for anything. Just through prayer and supplications, make your request made known to the Lord. Like we get quoted all of these scriptures all the time. But when you're going through uh, a really challenging time and you're really stuck in this this place of worry and anxiety and fear about things, um, you really need to actually take the verses and really process them and really, really just take them in and understand what they mean and apply them to your life. So I'm going to give you an example of where I had to really, truly apply this to my life because this verse came up to me at one point, probably last summer. And I thought, okay, I literally get this now. Like I cannot change anything that is going to happen tomorrow. All of the what ifs that I have in my head They don't even exist yet, so I can't even change them. So why am I wasting my whole day today thinking about things that could possibly happen down the line? Um, My thinking about them and worrying about them isn't going to actually change their outcome. My whole thought is if there's something that you're thinking about that you can actually take action on, then do it. If you can't take action on it, it's something that's completely out of your control, then you just need to ignore it and let it go and not let it stress you out. There are um, so many health issues that can come up from anxiety and fear and worry. And I feel like sometimes it's because we are just focused on the wrong thing. We're focused on some things that just don't exist. We're worried about an outcome that hasn't happened yet. And our fear is that it will. (laughs) So I'm going to just tell you a a little story that I had to actually put this into practice this past summer. Uh, In June, my daughter turned 18 years old. 
Up until age 18, we as parents have a lot of say in what our children do and don't do. But once they turn 18, that changes. Now they are adults and they get to make their own decisions. And you can maybe strongly support or strongly warn, um, but you really can't say, no, you can't go do this anymore because now they're adults. So my daughter turned 18 and she was, she's dating somebody who lives about an hour and 15 minutes away. And she went to see him. She would usually go after work. And then when she would come home, sometimes it would be like 11 or midnight. And that's really late for me. I don't usually stay up that late, but I would stay up late waiting for her to get home, right? I mean, what mom wouldn't? (laughs) I don't know. There's probably lots of moms that actually wouldn't. Um, But I would do that because I was worried that she's got this car that's almost as old as she is. And she's going to be driving all this way in the middle of the night. And where we live, we have a lot of wildlife that can cross into the road and, or, you know, her car is old. What if she breaks down on the side of the road? And I don't know. And you know, if I expect her home at a certain time and she's not home, then maybe something's wrong and I can go rescue her. You know, all of these things were going through my head and I just could not sleep. I would stay up watching TV or whatever until I knew she was home. Well, this one night I was really just chatting with God and it occurred to me that I am worrying about something that I have no control over. And I said, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? And so I said, Vicki, you got to listen. You got to decide here right now. Are you going to trust God or are you just going to worry about the outcome? And the thing is, like, I know God's got an amazing plan for her life. I don't know what that is. We're all still trying to work out what God's amazing plans for our lives are. But I know he has one. (laughs) And I'm thinking to myself, okay, God has her. I have to believe he has her and that she's his child and that she is not going to go anywhere without him knowing that he is the ultimate parent and he is watching out for her. I have to trust that or I don't. And so one night I was really challenged with that thought. What do you believe, Vicki? Is you sitting up worrying about her and losing three hours of sleep? because you're waiting for her to come home. Um, Is that actually helping keep her safe? No, it isn't. She has a cell phone. I have a cell phone. If she is stranded or she needs some help, I know about where she is. I know the route she takes. She can call me. We can call AAA. There's like a whole host of things that can happen if something were to happen on her drive home which thankfully I'm just going to say she does not do anymore. (laughs) She usually comes home much earlier and I don't have to worry about anything. So it is awesome. And it took some of the pressure off. However, because I'm a mom and I will slip back into those things. I'm a human being and I'm going to keep having to practice this. This is what we do with our scripture. We, we read it and we actually have to put it into practice and we're not all going to get it the first time. So even though I had my aha moment, I am super relieved that I don't have to keep putting it into practice all the time because honestly, I'm like, oh, no, if you're a parent out there, you know, your kids are your world. 
and you do your best to just raise them up and you love them so much. You don't want to see anything happen to them. You don't want them to go through all of the hard times that maybe you might have gone through our thing we like to try to protect. And this is what we do. And so uh, so this is super challenging. But now that she's 18, I'm like, God, I'm giving her over to you. I've done my part of stewarding her. You gave me uh, her to steward and I've done the best that I can. And now she's completely yours. Just like I became, I mean, she always was completely his anyway, but, um, I felt like I had some kind of control over that for like 18 years. (laughs) And so, um, anyway, the thing is that night I said, okay, I believe you, God, I believe you. And there is no point in me sitting here worrying. So I'm going to go to bed. And I came to bed because she doesn't even understand why I stay up and wait for her to get home anyway. She kind of just rolls her eyes at me and like, why are you doing that? Just go to bed. Um, But it's because she hasn't been a mom yet. (laughs) So anyway, uh, so I went to bed that night and I laid in bed. I made myself lay there and I just kept praying. I'm like, okay, I cannot worry about these things. I know you've got her. I know you have a plan for her life. So I don't need to worry. I know you're watching out for her. You're the best dad. You've got this. I am not going to worry. I'm going to just be in peace. That's what I'm going to do. And probably after about 20 minutes or so, I kind of dozed off a little bit. And then I woke up because I heard her come in. And I was so grateful. Like, So I'm not going to lie. Like I was relieved when she was in the house. I was so glad to know she was here. And then I slept so peacefully after that, but it was taking that action and saying to myself, okay, this is, this is what you're telling me through scripture. I am going to put this into practice. And just like with anything, it takes time. I know for me, I don't learn everything the first time I've got to practice this over and over and over because that's what builds your faith muscles. You know, I did one workout that night. And she hasn't really been coming home that late ever since then. <laughs> so, so that it's kind of like doing one push up. And yes, I'm now super strong. That's not going to happen. You know, I'm going to have to constantly keep giving things over to God. You're going to constantly have to keep giving things over to God. And you're going to have to put this into practice, actually take the actions. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to build your faith. And so think of it in terms of like, I just got to think about what I have to do today. And when you catch yourself thinking about a what if scenario, that's where you really got to stop and think, okay, all right, let's just entertain this what if for a moment. If that happens, you know, what can I do now that could change that outcome? You know, I'm, I'm all about taking the actions that can be taken, even when they're scary even when they're hard. But if you're worrying about things that don't even exist, couldn't even potentially exist, that's another thing. You just got to get to the root of it. What is the actual problem? So for me, like with my daughter, I would stay up for her and, and be concerned or worry about what if she breaks down? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if that happens? Well, it doesn't actually do me any good to do that. I I can't do anything to change the outcome. If the call comes that she's broken down on the road, 
I will take the next action step, which is call AAA or go get her. <laughs> you know, it's so many other things that I could actually do. Um, so it's it's like the Bible says too about like taking those thoughts captives, because the taking those thoughts captive rather, you know, taking it and saying, okay, I see that you're there. I'm not going to let you ruin my day, ruin my thought patterns, ruin my faith. No. It's like taking those thoughts and putting them in like a little jail in your head and saying, no, you're not coming out. You're not coming out anymore. I'm not going to entertain you and move on to the next thing. <laughs> so Matthew 6, 34, therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You know, eventually my daughter's going to move out and I'm not going to have any idea what she is doing at any given point of the day. I'm not going to know if she's coming home late at night. I'm not going to know if she's out driving at weird hours. I'm not going to know anything because she's not going to be living under my roof and she's going to have total freedom to do whatever she wants. You know what? So putting this into practice now while she's still living under my roof, even though she's 18, I mean, this is going to help me to get ready for when she moves out so that I I won't be stressing myself out and worrying and, you know, putting my faith aside and just letting fear rule right over me. I just don't want to do that. So I encourage you guys, you know, to really think about the scripture, really process it and ask yourself, what are the things that are consuming my thoughts? What are the things that I put a lot of thought and energy into worrying about? And then how can I do the opposite? <laughs> Is this worry something legit? Is this worry something that um, I can take any action on that I can, you know, stop the, the process from unfolding into this terrible thing that I might think would happen? You know, it's like really just thinking about this and, and picking apart what is at the root of it. What is at the root of my daughter breaking down? It, it makes me feel like an irresponsible parent to go to bed and sleep soundly while my daughter is out there, it makes me feel awful. But I have to remember, I am not the only parent. She has a father in heaven who loves her and who is watching out for her, is a far better parent than I will ever be. And he's got her and he's got me. <laughs> so if anything were to happen that would not be my ideal situation or my ideal choice for her life, he's also going to be there to help me through that. I just have to trust that he, he's got it. He's got it. So anyway, I hope that that encourages you today. Uh, I would love to hear some feedback from you. If this is something that you struggle with, or have struggled with in the past, or you would even just like some prayer with, you can go to Facebook and just look up Coach Vicki Arsenault. And you can go right on my page there and you can shoot me a message and let me know you heard the podcast and let me know what you think about the scripture and how it applies to your life. So I want to thank you so much for joining me today again, and I will see you again next week. And if you are somebody who is celebrating Christmas this week with your family, just want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. All right. Talk to you soon.